0: You're now tuned into the Lit Podcast. podcast. Keep Keep it locked. If I can start my life over, go back into time I will fix every wrong, change every line Do it the right way, the better way, love a little more Faith is the key that opens up, up our doors If I can let more the past and reach for my future I need the most high directing me of my future When I lay the rest, my pain will be over I wish sometimes I could start my life all over Yo, 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 welcome to the Lit Podcast Where we motivate inspire, help you when you're feeling low, and also help you to know God. Welcome to part seven, the final segment of the Reflections part of the Lit Podcast. And it has been um, a journey, man. I'm just so thankful that, you know, God has been keeping me, has been giving me the strength and the ability to minister to to y'all on you know doing this series and also um, doing these videos has also helped me a lot in my own personal life. So with that being said, if you want to follow along with the um, reflections, uh, teachings, guess what? You can purchase this book today. On Amazon.com It's called Lost in Transition Reflections Or you can go to my website Which is Silman, D-S-I-L-M-O-N Dot Com Purchase your um, Book today And also Purchase other Shirts um, Hoodies And different things On my Website We're going to go with, we're going to end this with reflection number 17. And this one right here is very important in our lives. You have to get to a point in your life where you stop being who someone else wants you to be and start living out the life that God has for you. The commentary for this quote is. Finding your identity can be tricky because most people will look at your parents or even people you hang out with and say that you're going to be just like them. Most of the times, if you have a certain, if you have certain habits like your dad, people tend to say you're going to be just like your father. Just because your dad lived a certain lifestyle doesn't mean you have to live the same lifestyle. Allow God to show you who you are. I can end the message just like that. But let's, you know, let's dive into it. Now, I've heard it so many times that, man, you just, you you just going to be just like your dad. You know, sometimes people say it in a negative way. Um, You know, you might be a person um, that... Cause a little havoc in school and everybody know your dad, you know, this is just an example Could be like the neighborhood drug dealer First thing they say is man, you're gonna be just like your dad, man, you ain't gonna be nothing You you just gonna be like your mom. Your mom was a whore out here. Your mom was a slut out here your daddy ain't about ish Yo, um, yo, daddy ain't no but a no good drug dealer. All he does is pimp the system. All he does is um, do this stuff, and they they put that they put that stuff on you. They start speaking that stuff into your mind when you're a kid. And guess what? If you keep hearing it all the all the time, guess what you gonna start saying? Well, you know what? I'm gonna be just like my dad anyway because you know I've been bad in school. And most of the times when we, most of the times when we're talking to our kids or even just talking to people general, in general, and one of my other messages, I said, words can hurt. So if I'm telling the kid that you're bad, that you're bad, that you're bad, and he, and he or she keeps hearing that all of their lives, guess what? They're going to like, well, I'm just bad anyway. And they use this as an excuse to do what they do because they say, well, I'm just bad. Anyway, I'm going to do whatever I want to because I'm just that bad. And, and instead of, you know, instilling positive words, that's going to uplift them, not turn them down. That's why in the last message, I said that you got to connect yourself with like-minded women and men of God, people that's going to push you, not pull you, you know, that's going to, that's going to push you into greatness. And then, you know, sometimes you can take that push and pull and flip it. You can have, you need somebody to actually pull you away from that craziness and push you into greatness. Now, um, the scripture associated with this quote is Ephesians 2 in 10 the word of God says for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God had before ordained that we shall walk in them man that is powerful so think about this God is And we hear this illustration all the time that he is working on you. You know, a lot of people say that God is working on me. God is working on me. Guess what? He is working on you. (laughs) But like in the last video, I said that you got to do something yourself. You got to believe that he's working on you. You got to believe that he is uh, creating you a better future. You got to believe that your past is not your future. You got to believe that, you know, when people start talking negative about you, that you got to be like, you know what? You know, what you saying? Oh, okay, yeah, I might've done some bad things in my life. And you talking about I'm bad and I'm, I'm ain't about this and I'm just gonna be like my father. Instead of, Instead of talking about me, guess what you can do? Christian. Or what you can do holier than now? Pray for me. Not just say that you're going to pray for me. Do it for real and actually mean it. That's what you got to sell to. You got to tell them that. You be like, you know what? You keep talking about me. Pray for me. You know, pray that God will help me in my situation. Pray that God will, you know, turn, you know, my identity around. You know, and even um, I have to catch myself sometimes, especially when it comes to um, seeing homosexual activity, I tend to get frustrated and stuff like that. I be like, man, come on now. Why y'all got to, you know, push all that stuff in our face? You know, I tend to, you know, get off the Richter scale when it comes to seeing stuff like that or um, even people that are acting this, you know, gangster lifestyle, which I know that they're not really living that life for real. And I'm like, man, I tend to get frustrated and I tend to say a few words and I have to remind myself, man, I got to pray for these people because guess what? Um just like a person was praying for me, if I keep on praying for them, God will turn their life around. There's been so many testimonies about people that was caught in those lifestyles turning their life around. I mean, um example, um Jackie uh, Perry. You just look just look up Jackie Hill Perry. Just look up, look at her testimony. I mean, a phenomenal woman that turned her life around in um, homosexuality. Um, There's a lot of people like um, Brian um, from Kingdom Music. I mean, um, looking at his testimony, I mean, gangbanger to the core. I mean, and now he done turned his life around and the ministry Kingdom Music is, I mean, world-renowned. So these just a couple of people I could just think of right off the top that has testimonies of how God turned their life around. I know people talked about them. I know people cursed them. I know people said that they was going to die in their sin. But guess what? God came through in the clutch and turned their life around. They gave their life to the Lord and they're sold out. Somebody was praying for them. Somebody, even though they were talking about them, guess what? You have all you need. All you need is a person that's praying for you. The Bible says a, a righteous man availing much. So if the person's out there praying for you, you need to stay connected to them people. If they trying to help you, stay connected to those people. Um, the commentary for this scripture: We are God's workmanship. Work of art and masterpiece our salvation is something only god can do it is his power creative work in us that we are his creative work i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go uh too far into that i'm gonna just keep on going here's the uh my personal thoughts what i wrote down um for this uh scripture I am tired of living a lie. That's what it it had to get to a point where I was tired of living a lie. Tired of, you know, fooling myself. I still struggle, you know, with um, certain things at times. But I, I recognize the struggle. That's the thing. You have to recognize your faults. You have to recognize when you're not walking in your true identity. You have to recognize when people start to tell you things in your ear and you got to be like, nah, that ain't me. <laughs> Remember the Shaggy song? Yeah, hey, it wasn't me. If they sitting there say, well, I caught you doing drugs and you used to be like this and do like that. Hey, it wasn't me. Man, you know, you remember you used to turn up and all this other stuff. And man, if if I say something to you, you ready to bop on site. Nah, that, that wasn't me. they be like, I saw you. We used to do it. Nah, <laughs> that me is dead. So that might have been in the past, but it ain't me. Moving on. I have to be satisfied with myself. I did a um, a video a while back called um, "Stun is a Habit," and most of the times, um, we tend to get to those points where we have to be approval, you know, to people or the approval addiction, people pleasers. You have to be satisfied with yourself. You have to be satisfied, you know, what you look like. You have to be satisfied. With your, you know, with your lifestyle, you have to be satisfied with it. Now, if it's now if it's a bad lifestyle, don't be satisfied with that. And if it's if it's causing you to constantly catch case, don't don't satisfy because people will twi- twist the words and only hear what they want to hear. And I'm just being real, which I didn't had that happen a few times. Well, I've, well, somebody listened to what I said, just take that part and say that I'm contradictory. So I got to let that be clear. If you're living a lifestyle that's going to benefit, you, benefit you, be satisfied with that lifestyle. But if it's not get rid of it or change it. The uh, second scripture for this quote. So and this is going to be out of Genesis one, 27 through 28. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. We are talking about God creating us. The commentary for this scripture is God made both man and woman in his image. I put emphasis on that. Neither man nor woman is made more in the image of God than the other now, if you break that down i it 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 also angers me how we detest women some men just feel that. Women ain't no good and vice versa. Some men, you know, some women are feminists and they feel that man is no good. But God made both of us equal to be each other's helpmeet. Yes, the man is the head. The man need to start acting like the head and start acting like the leader. And, you know, the you know, he made woman to follow, but not to where he she's walking around with her head down. She has no value. All she does is just sit at the house and um take care of the kids and do absolutely nothing. Women are made women are made women are prayer warriors. And I've noticed that okay I I can pray you know um you know a length of time when the spirit really hits. But some women, when they're filled with that spirit, their prayer is powerful. I mean, women intercede more. Their emotional. That, that emotional side that men have that we try to bottle up, you know, women have that. And some men, you know, some men have it, but they want to try to bottle it up. You know, women are, help me, women is not lesser than. Women is equal to men. I know I'm going to get some um, flack for that. But guess what? Argue with me. But the word of God says he made man and woman in his image. He didn't say woman, you are less than the man. They might have now the Bible does say that she was the weaker vessel because of, you know, how she was tricked by the enemy. But she's not lesser than she's not the, you know, scum and all of this other stuff. She is equal. Every time I think about that scenario, I always say this. God pulled out a rib from Adam. Where the rib belongs, the rib is on the side of Adam. So he pulled Eve, woman, out of his side. So and when I think about that, just, you know, imagining woman, is made to walk side by side with the man side by side. Let me go ahead and move on. I have to be satisfied with the image that God has created me in. I can end it just like that. I have to be satisfied with me. If If you're a person that's okay, Um, in high school, I ain't going to say high school, going back to elementary school. I have vision problems. I've been wearing glasses pretty much all my life. It got to a point I got tired of being called four eyes. So I would be in class and I would do one of these numbers just to look cool. I'm okay. You know what? I'm okay. I'm looking cool now. I don't have my glasses on. They ain't going to call me four eyes. Teacher will be like, where your glasses at? Then I will get called out to do something, to read something. And guess what? I'm, I'm squinting. I can't see nothing. And then I just be like, let me put on my glasses. (laughs) See, I wasn't satisfied because I was always getting called four eyes. Now glasses are pretty much embraced. Like if you have some nice glasses on, I mean, regardless of the, I don't think I heard anybody call four hours no more because, you know, glasses, you know, are like in. But when I was in, you know, you get the point. <laughs> so, um, I let that stuff mess with me. But see, I wasn't satisfied. I wasn't satisfied with the glasses and stuff. Even even a while back, I thought about LASIK. I thought about, I was like, and, and will I get LASIK to... You know, just to look good or is it more to see? Now, it's definitely a beneficial, you know, to see a lot better. Now, that would be beneficial. But guess what? I ain't got that kind of bread. So I'm going to keep getting my, I got contacts and I'm going to keep getting my glasses. (laughs) So you got to really be satisfied with the image that God has created you in. And guess what? You are not anyone else. You might have been around, you know, people that done a lot of negative things. You're not them. You might have been around in some situations where you got jammed up, you caught a case. And then, you know, you got some homies that's wanting you to, you know, do this certain, you know, hit this certain lick after you getting out. And you just was like, you know what? I don't want to do this. You're not them. You are not them. You do not have to live that lifestyle anymore. You don't have to be like anyone else. Guess what? Remember, 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 and remember, God created you. I would hear, you know, some stuff about, well, you know, the streets created me. Or my parents did this and yo, I'm for the streets, man. And all this other stuff, man, I don't care. Then you got women that's talking about. Now, the terms has gotten crazy. Um, I remember when the word hoe, women would get a, offended. Oh, man, you call them that. It's, 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 it's a woman socking you on sight. Now they are embracing it. They're embracing the righteousness. They're embracing those words that's being called. They love. It's crazy when you just call another woman the b-word and ain't nobody, ain't no fist being thrown. I'm not even that old, and it's crazy how things changed. When I was when I was in high school, that b-word said to another, It's it's swinging on sight. Who you calling that? Queen Latifah said it in a um in a track. I forgot what the track was um called. I know um uh U N I T Y, and it was talking about respect. She was like, "Yo, who you calling this?" <laughs> but now <laughs> they just embrace it. But guess what? God created you. He didn't create you to be that. He didn't create you to be called those different things. Because if you keep getting called that all the time, you're going to start to believe it. So remember that God created you. Yes, the the streets and all this other stuff might have molded you, but so did God. (laughs) You know, we always talk about, man, the streets mold me and all this other stuff. God can remold you. That is the wonderful thing about the most high. The streets might have. Let me see. God created you like this. Then, you know, the streets is done tow you up and stuff like that. And now <laughs> you just out of there. The thing about the most high, he can still <laughs> take you, your brokenness rip out another page and here you go again boom right back to where you was at you know people might have thrown you to the side and say you was nothing but a piece of trash but god can put you back together god can reshape and remold you this is a this is an example of new life I threw the other paper over there and I ain't going to reach for it, but they might have balled you up and spit you out. This is you being born again. (laughs) Also, remember, and I'm ending with this. You are beautiful. They might have said you was ugly. They might have said that you don't look too pleasant. Guess what? (laughs) The glow up is for real. And we talking about in the spirit. The glow up is surreal. I done seen videos where, you know, people wasn't, kids wasn't looked at, you know, as good looking as a kid. Instead of them waddling and saying, you know what, I'm just going to be ugly, you know, if it was something wrong with their teeth. In the last video, they, you know, they start working on themselves. They got, you know, some braces or something, straighten out the teeth. Um, you know, start changing up the hair, you know, for men, and everybody, you know, grew their beard out or cut it, you know, they did something. And all of a sudden the glow up is real. But Now when we think about the spirit, yo, you know, your flesh was nasty. You know, it wasn't good looking. You looked at horrible. But guess what? When you allow that Holy Spirit to get on in the, get inside of you. The glow up is for real, man. And you look so beautiful because you are beautiful. This is D Silman, the Lit Podcast segment Reflections. I pray that this series helped you out. And if you want to, you know, learn more or even follow along with the previous videos, all you have to do is go to amazon.com, type in Lost in Transitions um, Reflections, or even just type in my name, Derek Silman, D-E-R-R-I-C-K-S-I-L-M-O-N. On the search, it might say Merit Silman, but you look for Derek Silman and for the cover to look just like this. And you can purchase your book today. If you say, well, I don't have an Amazon account, you can always go to dsilmon.com. That is d-s-i-l-m-o-n.com, And you can purchase your book today. God bless. been running from my